0: Hey, welcome to the Afikta Community Podcast. This series features a presentation every single episode given by a member of the Afikta community. Every single one of these people, you should know, is not an expert in what they are talking about, but rather they are driven by their authentic curiosity to learn something new about the Arab world, its histories, and its cultures. Each one of these presentations is the product of the person going through our workshop series, finding a topic that they're curious about, honing that question with us and developing it into a compelling presentation. Some of these are long presentations, about 45 minutes, and some of them are what we call Africa forwards, where they're simply recommending something for you to check out. The goal is to highlight scholarship that already exists, to celebrate it, and to learn. I hope you enjoy it. If you're interested in learning more, go to afrikada.com slash library. Thanks.
1: So I'm... Unlike my fellow um, (laughs) presenters, I'm not forwarding one thing because I am not a concise person, but I guess what I am forwarding is context um, to a really um, formative period for cinema and music in the region. So Arab Jewish contributions to Southwest Asia, North Africa, case study Jews in the golden uh, era of cinema and music. So Arab Jewish contributions prior to the mid 20th century to the savanna were rich. They were merchants, craftsmen, musicians, artists, entertainers, and intellectuals. In this presentation, we will be looking at Arab Jews' contributions to cinema and music. So the conflation of Jewish and Zionists increasingly became a reality, particularly after the first Arab-Israeli war and this guy right here, the Balfour Declaration. This this compounded with the prevailing systematic discrimination against minorities at large, which deteriorated conversations around Jewish um, contributions to the region. So the golden era of um, cinema and music, also referred to as Tarab, was at its peak in the 40s to 60s. Um, The cinema in Egypt was the largest in the world and the largest in the region. Um, And because it was the largest in the region, many people from different parts of the Arab world would go and um, go to Egypt to contribute to it, whether it be in cinema or to the surrounding um, circle of theater and music clubs. So, the first person we're going to talk about, and that many people know but um, don't know that she's Jewish, is Leila Murad. So, Leila Murad was dubbed the Cinderella of, um, of cinema. She was a singer and actress, one of the most prominent names of the Golden Era. She was born Lillian Zaki Murad Mordechai to a Jewish family in 1918 in Cairo, where she came from a large family of artists. So her father, Zaki Murad, Ibrahim Zaki Murad Mordechai, was a composer and singer. And her her brother, apologies, Munir Murad, who we will be talking about later, born Maurice Zaki Murad Mordechai, was, compo- was a composer, as aforementioned. Um, Layla was trained by Dawood Husni, an amazing composer we will also be talking about in this presentation, and her father. And Dawood Husni actually produced two of her most famous songs. So Layla was trained by her father and Dawood Husni, as I mentioned. Sorry, that's a duplicate. And she was discovered by the great Abdel Wahib, actually. And he's like, if anyone knows a composer from the region, it was him. And she was discovered by him and featured in his first movie, Yahya al-Hub or um, uh, Long Live Love in 1938. She was about 20, and from then on, this marked about a decade of great success from her, for her. And I'm going to play like 15 seconds of um, the song that he composed and she sings in the movie. Okay, great. Yeah. play the whole thing but just to be mindful of time we have to move on (laughs) sorry guys um so following the success of this movie she went on to make five best-selling films which i'll mention another one later on and all of these films were actually directed by the egyptian jewish director togo mizrahi who's right here on the right hand corner um leila murad retired at the age of 38 after 20 years of like monumental success And the reasons have been speculative, so we won't entertain those here, but what we do know for sure is that she left behind a powerful legacy of 27 films and nearly 1200 songs. So Munir Murad, um, the aforementioned brother of Laila Murad, he was a pioneer of Arabic dance music. He acted in 24 films, no, he acted in a few films and assisted as director in about 24 films. And here's a really cute picture of him and Laila. Um, he was born in 1922, and he gained popularity as the main composer of Shadia's lighthearted songs. So she's pictured to his left. Um, and he's the man you went to for dance numbers, hence why there's these legends um, listed across the top. He developed and composed much of Egypt's most famous dance music and um, and composed for performances by the leading dancers. And here from left to right, it's Tahaya Karioka, Samya Gamal, and Naima Aikif. Um so here i'm going to play um one of his compositions and dance numbers and where he's actually singing this is rare and samya is dancing <laughs> And I think this just really embodies like who he was as a person. He was like a fun character. And there were things that I read online that he was just like, just a really fun person to be around. Okay, so moving on, how do I do that without pressing that? Oh, there we go. Okay, so moving on to a more serious person, Dawood Hosni. Dawood Hosni was born David Haim Levy, and he was a prolific composer who is said to have composed the first opera in the Arabic Language, Mudalila, Samson, and Delilah. He was born in 1870 in the Jewish quarter of Cairo. Hosni went on to play a defining role in the music of the region, introducing maqams, modes, and rhythms that have their origin in Turkish Persian music. He worked and composed for greats like Umm Kalsum and Esmehan, and of course, as I mentioned before, the Laila Murad. And if you think about it, particularly with Esmehen, there she was a foundational person to bring in operatic intonations into the music of the region. So it makes a lot of sense why he was the, like you can hear that he was the composer in a lot of these songs. So I'm gonna play a clip from um, a song he composed for Ome It was one of her early songs and you can hear it in her voice. Her voice was much younger and this is not an hour long song, which, you know, not in Ome fashion. And it's called um, Ganet Naim, Paradise of Blessings. OK, just mindful of time. We have to move on. I, I, I wish I could play all of these for you. Um, so break. While it is true that Egypt was the epicenter of cinema and music at this time, there were still artists who embodied the characteristics of the era and style and discipline that were active elsewhere in the region. And while I wish I could mention a plethora of people, I had to pick one, and it's probably because she's my favorite. So Salima Murad or Salima Murad Besha. She was born in Iraq and is sometimes referred to as the voice of Iraq Baghdad. She was born in 1905, and little can be verily ascertained about her life. There are some accounts that say she worked in a brothel and that's how she came to be discovered. But what we do know is that her voice was praised so much and um, to the extent that she was given the title of Besha from the Iraqi Prime Minister Nouriel Said. And Beja is kind of like being dubbed the Lord in the UK, if I had to equate it to something. Um, we also can ascertain that she was married to the legend Nazem Ghazali um, a renowned um, vocalist and um, composer from Iraq as well. And so while I was like digging in the, on the web and like because there's little known about her, I found this amazing, amazing um, clip of a song where, that I think really, really captures the, the gravity of her voice. And I couldn't attach it to this, but I put the link there for you. So if you guys can like copy that and um, listen to it and I'll play you up, um, about 10 seconds of one of her most famous songs, which is on sof minna." okay um so moving on you can read more about jewish history and cinema and music in these two links here joel benin writes extensively on art in in the mina region and he has an amazing chapter dedicated to just this era which i've linked over here and to end us on a little night light note oh no i don't know how this got so big but anyway this is the movie poster for the song that I'm going to play here. Um, it's called Ghazl al roughly translates to flirtation of girls, and it stars legends. So, Laila Murad, Abdul Wahab, Nagib al Rahani, who was dubbed the um, father of Egyptian and Arabic comedy, and Anwar Wagdi, who was Layla Murad's husband for a while. So, I'll just play 15 seconds of that. <laughs> Peace. So it's a super fun song and a super fun movie and the song is called the Dunia Genua for anyone who wants to go listen to it which means life is a song and life is a song friends even though we're <laughs> in COVID times and yes thank you guys so much for listening to me speak about something I'm very passionate about
0: thanks so much for tuning in I hope you enjoyed it four quick final notes the first is if you feel like watching this presentation in video form look us up on YouTube subscribe hit that bell do all that good stuff Second is, if you ever feel like attending these events, we have them every Saturday and you can find out more information at afikra.com slash rsvp. The third is, if you feel like developing a community presentation, we have workshops that are free and open to all every two weeks. You can go to afikra.com slash workshop. And the fourth is that our work is made possible by the hundreds of people around the world who are inspired by our work and want to build this movement please consider becoming one of them and supporting our, our work at aficatacom support. Thanks so much. Have a great day and see you next time.